In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. Good morning. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the fifth episode of the Bowtie Chronicles. On the intro, that was a little bit of Walter Becker, the fine bassist, co-founder, songwriter of Steely Dan, one of the greatest groups of all time. Before we get into it, we just want to give you a little bit from Mr. Walter Becker. Came to me the getting out... Getting ready for this week's game that uh, after talking to Coach Quinn, uh, the Bowtie Chronicles, the Falcons blog, the blog is cover nine at nine, and the podcast here is everything you want to know about the Falcons. After talking to Coach, you know, we talked about Duke Riley and uh, uh, Wes Weitzer, a couple rookies who had a pretty rugged debut there in the opener up in Chicago, and it occurred to me that uh, you know, coaching is kind of like cooking on the smoker upstairs there. We, uh, you put that turkey on the smoker, you got to figure it's going to be there for a while. You know, if you pull it off a little early, um, you know, uh, uh, it's not going to be very good. You know, and they say in the smoking game, if you're looking, you're not cooking. But the Falcons, what they're trying to do here with some of these young players is they're trying to cook them up over time into NFL starters, and that's just going to help out the depth, help out the overall units, and uh, it's going to take some time here uh, for Riley and Schweitzer to get their feet wet in the NFL. They did this last year with all those rookies. Uh, you know, Deion Jones wasn't on point all the time last year. Neither was Devondre Campbell, neither was Keanu Neal. So we probably need to be a little bit patient with these rookies, uh, because, you know, um, uh, the end product, if you are patient with them and you smoke them right, you put the chips in there at the right time and add you some, uh, uh, you know, some liquids and spray them down a little bit along the way, uh, you know, at the end, which is the whole goal here, you're going to have a fine football player or a fine big old turkey or something. So, yeah, just be patient as Coach Quinn and his staff uh, does the uh, cooking there on the smoker, trying to get these players ready to play up at an NFL level. And so, you know, that's number one. Just saw a lot of people, uh, maybe myself included, being a little too hard on the rookies here. Uh, after, you know, the bad showing up in Chicago, you know, Schweitzer won some battles. He lost some against Akeem uh, Hicks. And, um, you know, Riley missed way too many tackles. He was part of that 11 missed tackle crew. And uh, I'm sure they'll tighten that part of it up. He's getting used to a whole new speed of football. So uh, let's be patient. Let the coaches work. Let them correct the mistakes. And, you know, let, that, uh, let, it, cook on the, let it cook on the smoker a little bit. So that's just my observation headed into this week against the Green Bay Packers, who will come to town on Sunday night for a nationally televised game. 
And uh, the uh, Packers are coming in off a big win against Seattle. They won 17-9 and turned in a, a great defensive performance. And uh, our, our good buddy Bob McGinn is no longer with the, the Milwaukee Journal Signal. He has his own website. Uh, Bob McGinn football.com, uh, you know, covers Packers and the league. You want to go and check it out. You know, it's a, it's a subscription site. But uh, one of the things he said this week in his review is that that might have been one of the best defensive performances by a Packer defense in the McCarthy era. So we know they've been working on that defense for about 10 years. And, uh, you know, we got it right a couple times and went, went to the Super Bowl, uh, you know, and uh, uh, with Aaron Rodgers, won one. And uh, uh, down in Dallas, I believe, I think it was Pittsburgh. Uh, but, you know, one Super Bowl for the, all the years that they've had, uh, Rodgers and Favre, they've only won two Super Bowls. I mean, they're in the mix every year. But the reason they haven't won is because that defense hasn't been that good. But um, Mike Daniels. Uh, did a great job against Seattle. Him and his buddy Kenny Clark, uh, you know, wrecked havoc in the middle. Nick Perry's on the edge. Clay Matthews, the third, is on the left side. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a uh, much better unit. One of the keys is Morgan Burnett, former Georgia Tech stud from North Clayton. Uh, he, he came down in the box last week and uh, shut down. Jimmy Graham in coverage, so he's a tough tackler, good guy. He's uh, shielded by Daniels and uh, and Kenny Clark, so he can move around. So that they didn't play too much of their three four again, according to, to Bob McGinn and BobMcGinnFootball.com. Uh, so uh, you know that might present that might help the Falcons actually because you know they're used to seeing a lot more four three. They practice against four three than they do three four. So. The Packers are going to be presented challenge. We know about Aaron Rodgers and all his weapons, but uh, Mike Daniels. Look up Mike Daniels and Kenny Clark while you're getting prepared for the game. Uh, they got some new guys in there at uh, linebacker inside. Blake Martinez. Uh, five of the starters who were here in the NFC Championship game are not there anymore, so it's a different unit. Uh, don't expect Julio. Well, maybe Julio will do it, but... Uh, the secondary's uh, shored up, too, for the Green Bay Packers. So, should be a good preseason test for the Falcons, especially coming off uh, uh, the Chicago one where they weren't firing on all cylinders. They'll need to be at their peak performance, early season performance here against the Green Bay Packers on Sunday night at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in the opener. You know, the roof's supposed to be open, weather permitting, and that'll be a nice little side effect there for, for the Falcons. Last night, got to uh, look at the um, 30 for 30, the year of the scabs, story about the replacement players, and uh, took me back to 1987 there. Uh, Cincinnati, Mike Dodd, our, our NFL reporter, uh, had a couple days off, and uh, one of the stories he did was uh, we had a prison guard, I think his name was Willie Fears, who was on the Bengals during that time and uh it was just some some incredible stories coming out of those players and where they found them at and uh you know Paul Brown was still alive back then just brought back a lot of memories I did uh the game as Mike wanted to get some time off before things got cranked back up and uh the Browns snuck a couple guys past their 
uh, uh, picket line, Don Strock and Ozzie Newsom, and uh, they just played pitch and catch against the replacements and got a game up on the Bengals uh, in that season. It was a, uh, it was a, uh, you know, kind of, you know, some of the stories that just went on back then. But that was one of the good thirty for thirties year of the scab. Uh, just a, um, you know, a little sidelight here as we move forward here in the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Uh, and just another note, congratulations to a couple local kids, Kalen Newton from Howard, that major upset of UNLV, the Grady kid. And, you know, yeah, I'm a Howard Bison. I was their PA announcer for three years and covered them for the student paper. Uh, the Bison will be down at Richmond for the Richmond Spiders Saturday at 2. And then Lorenzo Carter had a fine game up in Notre Dame. We was happy to be able to cover that. Uh, Lorenzo known him since he was a junior over at Norcross and been waiting for his breakout, quite frankly. So he was happy to see me. I was happy to see him after the game. Uh, it's a video, and I think I wrote the story on him and Bellamy having breakout games with four NFL scouts and uh, the senior bowl people up there in the game. So you might want to go check that out here. Just wrapping up here a couple Falcon issues. The cover nine at nine will be out in the second or might already. Well, it's already out by the time this posts. But uh, we look at Brooks Reed and his time with the Falcons and how he was a most unlikely hero in the game last week. You know, he he didn't have a lot of sacks. He was not the guy you um, would think be the, the clutch fourth down sack guy. But he got there on Sunday, saved the day for the Falcons. Uh, Saved the team from a lot of psychological uh, comparisons to the Super Bowl. So, Brooks Reed, hopefully uh, he's one of the nicest guys in the locker room. And uh, hopefully he's ready to turn in a big season as the uh, starting end in the base defense. They're no longer moving him back and forth between linebacker and end. So, he's certainly happy at his home. And uh, he'd always done a good job of setting edge against the run. But if he's getting to the quarterback now, uh, he's doing a great job. So uh, about about nine nine million dollars are on the line here. He's up for four point five and uh, eighteen and nineteen. So it's kind of like a contract year for him. So root him on and uh, see if he can continue to help that defense. Rookie Tack McKinley played fourteen snaps, did a good job, had some uh, pressures on some bull rushes. Uh, you know, the, the rookie coming in bull rushing is pretty good. Wait till he gets some moves. Uh, but, yeah, he only played 14 snaps as a rush in in the nickel. So um, he'll be playing a lot more against Green Bay. They'll be playing a lot more uh, 11 personnel. They like to spread it out. You know, Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, Devontae Adams are the wide receivers. And then they went out and got Martellus Bennett. And, you know, of course, Ty Montgomery's the uh, running back slash former wide receiver. So they'll present a uh, a different challenge to the Falcons' defense, and Tack might be able to get him some action, uh, maybe get a couple hits on Aaron Rodgers and uh, uh, help out the defense on Sunday night. Also, the big acquisition last, last offseason, Don Terry Poe, the defensive tackle from Kansas City, he did a great job in the opener, had uh, three pressures. It was tough for him to get there because of the uh, the quick game passing of the Bears. But, uh, you know, he was sturdy in the front. He keeps that front uh, honest. There wasn't a lot of room up the middle there. Uh, 
for the Bears against the 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 against the Falcons defense. So you know, part of that was Poe doing a good job. So you know, they gave up some rushing yards and so forth. But uh, Poe was sturdy, tack turned in a good performance, and uh, you know, for limited uh, role in that game. And Brooks Wee was your most unlikely hero last week, and uh, just a great story for a guy who's been grinding away, fighting through injuries and position changes and so forth. Uh, so, you know, look forward to seeing what he can do against the Green Bay Packers on Sunday. This is D. Orlando Letbetter with the fifth edition of the Bowtie Chronicles. We're going to ask you all to subscribe there on uh, the various outlets I've, I've, um, you know, here's some more Walter Becker on the exit. Take care. Dear Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, take care and have a great day. AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop.